Welcome in to the Fortress of Comicitude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm McCord. You're not. No, I'm, I'm Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even close. I know. <laughs> oh. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a monthly show we do where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket, and we're going to talk about him for a while. And at the end of this episode, we will be pulling out the next creator's name out of the bucket for next month's creator-focused episode. And Mary, who are we going to learn about this month? Matt Fraction. <laughs> Why do you look? The because. Fact, the fact that the person that did the notes looked <laughs> and it's like. Right in front of her, Matt Fraction. <laughs> because, okay, before I sat down and did these notes, I was like, okay, Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> and then I looked, and then I looked on the little paper that I kept. I was like, no, it's Matt Fraction. We have done some stuff together. I'm like, yeah. why? Why? I don't know why I thought it was Chip Zdarsky. I was getting confused with Hickman. Fraction and Hickman for oh, really? me are very similar. Oh, okay. Matt Fraction. The Chip Zdarsky <laughs> episode is coming someday. When we pull him out of the bucket. Yeah, it's going to be this time watch. <laughs> That'd be so funny if we had those guys back to back. Um, yeah, or, Matt Fraction. Or, or Matt Friction. Frictionman. Frictionman. That works with uh, sex criminals. Matt Friction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That is his born last name. <laughs> that would be like a really, like, terrible like porn name. <laughs> Matt Friction. <laughs> anyways matt fraction is a comic book writer that's i mean he's done a ton of stuff mostly for marvel he just barely got like his first dc work Uh, as of recently he's currently writing the jimmy olsen Mm. book for dc right now have you picked that up no (laughs) it's tied into bendis's shit so i'm out man um but it's fraction i don't it's not bendis greg ruck is writing the lois lane series and i'm like dude i would love a greg ruck a lois lane series that's not something i'll probably pick up in a trade but i I was when they first announced it, i was like i'm down like yeah out of the events of leviathan i was like okay nope (laughs) well i'm glad that you brought that up because i don't have any dc (laughs) Well, say so. the, I think only the first issue is out of Jimmy Olsen. Like, a bunch okay. of, uh, it just barely came out. Image stuff, I believe, too. Yeah, quite a bit of creator on stuff, including sex criminals, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think his Hawkeye run is like considered the best ever. And I mean, not like how, how many contenders there are for best Hawkeye run, but True. it's very celebrated. I know when Kenny and I did our live at wasatch comic-con episode and we did our best comic book runs of all time i think that was like fourth or third on kenny's list nice. the fraction hawkeye run should have so, kenny on talk about hawkeye. i, I know talk, sure you talk about hawkeye, aren't you? yeah that's right talk about a hot guy so these episodes are basically decided these episodes are divided into two parts the first part is like a history 101 where mary's going to tell us a little bit about the career of matt fraction the second part is book reports where we've all chosen something of his work to read and kind of give a report on and talk about you know did we like it did we not whatever and so that's that and yeah again at the end of the episode we will find out who we're going to be talking about in a month from now so mary yeah Please educate, because Matt Fraction is someone I know like next to nothing about, other than he's married to Kelly Sue DeConnor. Gotcha. <laughs> Which is all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Matt Fraction or Matt Frickman. Frickman. Yeah. F R I T C H man. Born December first, nineteen seventy five. 
In a, you're uh, younger than I am. Ooh. He is from Chicago Heights, Illinois. Or would you say Illinois? I don't know how you're supposed to say Illinois. that state. Illinois. Illinois. No, yeah, the S yes, is silent. Yeah. That's what it's I It's like thought. the Cannes Film What's Festival. What's Chicago it's not Heights? the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, it's probably like a... one of the high points in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Where the, the rich it's like people the live. east side of Chicago. <laughs> uh, uh, occupation. It's the safer part. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, probably. Oh, man. It's. We, we were in a scary-ass part when we went down there for C2E2. Oh. I've heard Chicago. Yeah, no offense no, if anyone lives in Chicago. I, I've, it's one of the biggest cities in the country. I bet it's very nice in some parts, but just... I mean, oh, I had a blast, but I've, I wouldn't I've walk, also heard I wouldn't some walk things. around at night where I was at. <laughs> yeah. You know how it goes. Chicago is the Windy City? The wi- yeah. yeah. Yep. The okay. Windy Apple. Yep. The Windy Apple. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know apples could be windy. The big windy apple. <laughs> <laughs> they should name other big cities as after other fruits, like the big apple. I was like the big peach, <laughs> the big banana. That's Florida. That's Florida. So somewhere in Florida, right? That's Miami. It's <laughs> the big banana. <laughs> and spring break, it's the big banana hammock. Oh. <laughs> this episode's getting off to a great start. Well, this is an instant classic. Okay, so Chicago Heights. <laughs> Chicago Heights. Uh, he is a writer. I don't. That's. He's nothing else but a writer, apparently. <laughs> He's nothing else. He is not a <laughs> man. <laughs> He's not a person or a human being. <laughs> He's not a husband, a father. He's just a writer. He is a husband and a well, father. Chip, Chip does both. Yeah. Both. So. Yeah. But it does there. both extremely well, actually. Uh, okay. Notable works. We have Hawkeye, Sex Criminals, Invincible Iron Man, I- Immortal Iron Fist, Casanova, and Uncanny X-Men. And FF. FF's like the only other big one. Fantastic Four and FF. Yeah. I mean, he's done way more than that, but FF's the other big one I would mention. <laughs> awards. He has a lot of awards. Quite a few awards. Um, so he got Favorite Newcomer Writer Eagle Award. This was either 2007 or 2008. I saw both, but I don't think it's both. Because <laughs> I think you can only get newcomer once. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have... Uh, best new series for the Eisner Award, 2009 for Invincible Iron Man. Uh, 2010, he got a Penn Center USA Literary Award for Outstanding Body of Work. Uh, he has a couple Harvey Awards, um, Best Single Issue or Story for Hawkeye 11, which is Pizza is My Business, and then Best New Series for Sex Criminals. But then he has some no- another I- other Eisner Awards. Uh, best single issue uh, again for Hawkeye 11 and then best new series again for Sex Criminals. Uh, and then he got a 2016, he got an Inkpot Award. I wonder if that issue, Hawkeye 11, was the issue with the dog, the silent issue. I think so. Because that was a good issue. Uh, so we have characters created by... Uh, they had him listed for Phil Coulson of Earth 616. Isn't that their Earth? It wouldn't surprise yeah. me because um, he showed up in the cinematic universe before they brought it. That's what I the, thought. So maybe he, he created. So he, he was the he first probably, one he, to put he it canonized in. Canonized yeah. Phil Coulson. Gotcha. Canonized. I don't. I think canonized. Canonized. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, that actually sounds like, violent. Yeah, I think we're just shoving Phil Coulson <laughs> into it like an old canon. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then we have you Crane won't come Mother. Back this time, motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. 
uh, Crane Mother, Detroit Steel, Firebrand, Nick Fury Jr., Lady Gorgon, Prater, and Zeke Stain. I don't know who any of those are. <laughs> I know, like, next to none of those characters. So, I mean, then also the creator, the, you know, for... Uh, Zeke Stain uh, is Obadiah's son. Oh. Who's that? Did Obadiah the first, Stain... The first Iron Man? He was Ironmonger? Oh. Obadiah Stain? The dude. Tony Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yes. Gotcha. Bridges? Like, Jeff Bridges? <laughs> gotcha. And then we also have the characters from Sex Criminals, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, which I don't remember. Sex girl and sex boy. There you go. Perfect. John is the guy. What the hell is the girl's name? Jane. Is it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's John right. and Jane. <laughs> I don't know. Margaret. No, I, it's definitely not that. Meredith. Nope. Monica. Don't think so. Rachel. Go ahead. <laughs> We're just trying all Phoebe. the... Just trying all the... Fr- <laughs> we got to hit one of them eventually. Um. So he says... Uh, the first comic book he remembers buying is Batman number 316 and, uh, back in 1979. He enjoyed comic strips. Susie is the girl from Susie. <laughs> uh, he enjoyed comic strips when he was younger. But not uh, like Peanuts and Doonesbury. I don't know what those. I know Peanuts, not Doonesbury. I don't know what Doonesbury is. What's Doonesbury? <sighs> Doonesbury is a comic strip. In the in the funny pages, as we called it back in the day. In the well, newspaper. yes, but I don't know what it's about. It's it was political. It was a political strip. Gotcha. Whoa, 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 are you trying to tell me <laughs> that comics were political? Never, you, no, no, oh, never, okay. never. Just want to make sure because there was there's a group of people I think that would be pretty shocked by that. <laughs> um, he started reading comic books around the time when Crisis on Infinite Earths. Ended in 1986. Uh, wow! And he found so this is what I guess he said. Um, he found that the storyline was too too bizarre and impenetrable to a new reader. As oh, a result, well, yeah. he gravitated to Marvel comics, and he loves Spider Man. Says it's his favorite. Um, and he also loves Star Wars and GI Joe. How come he's never written Spider Man? Well, I guess because Dan Slott had a chokehold on that yeah. book for the majority of the time he was at Marvel. Can you imagine a fraction Spider Man? I don't know. Sadarsky's just fine right now, so he's just doing that miniseries though, right? Well, he did spectacular before that. Oh, which I mean, it was twenty issues or so that he did of that. But you know, Nick Nick Spencer's awesome as well. So in the late nineteen nineties, doesn't exactly say when. uh, Fraction worked as an employee at the Charlotte, North Carolina-based comics retailer. Heroes aren't hard to find. He also participated in the Warren Ellis forums under the username Matt Fraction. So that's where he got his pen name from. Um, and from Warren Ellis, I get a bunch of people started working for like uh, the the other indie comics people like IDW and stuff. So, oh, so they both use pen names because Chip Zdarsky, that's not his name either. I know that. Hmm. So that's interesting. Matt Fraction feels like a real name, though. It does. Um, he became known early in his career for his creator-owned work for Five Fists of Science um, and Casanova. Those were both in like 2006, so now we're in the 2000s. Um, and then after those, he started working for Marvel. I always wondered, did he... I don't know if you have anything in your notes. Did, did he meet Kelly Sue at Marvel? or did, Mar- did he Was he with Kelly Sue already and she brought him into Marvel? No, uh, they met through Warren Ellis forums. Okay. okay. What a story. I remember <laughs> being on those Warren Ellis forums. You could have married Kelly Sue to comic. No, I'm, I'm good. Oh, damn. <laughs> You could have married Matt Fraction. 
Um, also in 2006, he started writing The Immortal Iron Fist with Ed Burbaker. Brubaker, yep. not Burbaker. That's going to be a fun creative focus episode <laughs> at some point. Um, and then after that, they teamed up again for Uncanny X-Men for a short time. Uh, and then um, I guess Brubaker left and Fraction wrote the series until 2011. He wrote The Mighty Thor and Invincible Iron Man, of which led to him consulting on the film for Iron Man 2. So this will lead into the 2010s. Um, he also wrote the Iron Man 2 video game that tied in with the film. I think Iron Man 2 is an MCU movie that people overlook a lot. Like, it's I, very it, underrated. I think. Yeah. Like I it, like it, it. It, it. I don't feel like it was as well received when it came out. And I don't know why. Maybe watch because it, people it's, just... It's like, it's right there with the first one for me. Yeah. I, really exactly. Yeah. And dude, they need Sam Rockwell back in they the MCU are, yeah. so bad. There, there's so many movies that I'm like, that could have been him. Should have been him, like, <laughs> dude. The 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 douchey guy in Ant Man and the Wasp should have been Justin Hammer. Like, can you imagine? Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Because he even feels like Justin Hammer. Like he's playing that same like kind of guy. It's like, do we? They. It's stupid. They never did anything more with him. Yeah, Iron Man Two solid as hell. So if Matt Fraction helped write that movie, then like, good for him. Because yeah, he consulted, consulted. on it because they must you, have pulled from him. Maybe. Yeah. If if you guys. Go back and watch Iron Man 2 if you haven't seen it in a while. Because I, I think it holds up. I, I maybe like it'll be more appreciated over time. Because I think that movie's pretty sweet. It's better than Iron Man 3. I'll say that. I still really like Iron Man 3. But okay. I'll agree. The first two. I, I still enjoy watching it. It's kind of like on the lower end, though, obviously. Okay, so 2011, he wrote uh, Fear Itself. Which uh, was a part of a crossover of the same name. I have no idea what... That is about. What Steer is that itself about? is a Marvel event that Kylie could probably tell you about. It's about <laughs> Red Skull's daughter. Her name is Sin. Okay. And basically, magical hammers coming down to Earth, a la like Thor, and certain heroes getting like the. I think the Thing got one, and it was. Did Justin Hammer get one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. It was. It what was, a missed opportunity. It was not. It was not. All that. Okay. Was, uh, yeah, I've not heard good things. Yeah, it was kind of uh, like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, December 2011, he uh, wrote uh, The Defenders with Terry Dodson. I guess that revived the series. Hmm. Um, maybe it was going downhill then. Uh, August 2012, he started working on the new Hawkeye series. Uh, and then a part of the Marvel Now, he did Fantastic Four, uh, which was relaunched in November 2012. And this was with Fraction and Mark Bagley. God, he was doing a lot of stuff. Because Iron Man ended Him October Bagley, 2012. And he's doing Hawkeye and Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he also did the spinoff series, um, FF, is so with good. Mike Allred. FF is so good. Is it? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't know if you're being sarcastic. No, no, no it's okay. FF is so good. They completely like fucked that team. Like just <laughs> they they mix up the fanta- the FF and like Scott Lang's on the team for a while. It gets crazy. It's 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 wonderful mm. though. Okay. It's a glorious thing. Yeah. <laughs> um 2013 he was named on IGN's list of best tweeters in comics. Uh There's, a, there's an award for that? <laughs> Does was, Gail Simone not win it every time? I don't know. What what compromises a great tweet? What compromises? Yeah, I mean, if you read or it, what I mean, constitutes a what, constitutes. Well, what constitutes a great tweet? Like, I mean, what what would you award a for, great for tweet? Me? I mean, this one was for it was described for uh, the premier comics tweeter personality. Oh, I don't know okay. if that helps. Um, I mean, like, 
for like a comics person for me it's like wit a little bit of wit which gail simone has chip zadarsky has that while also like gail simone also is just like very like educational about like comics like she explains things a lot like Jen Bartel is another one that she posts like stuff like for artists like hey artists like here's stuff that nobody tells you when you're signing contracts look at this this and that like you know what I mean like just stuff like that I, I can say like that's a good Twitter personality to follow like yeah, sure. you're gonna learn some stuff you're gonna laugh a couple times my mm-hmm. favorite tweet ever was the one from some artist whatever that was like hey guys I'm going to my I'm tabling at my first con ever any tips whatever for tabling at a con and Chip Zdarsky was like after you set up, immediately fight the person next to you. The fans will <laughs> respect your dominance and buy all of your books. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's, like, it's clever. Like, ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, 2013, him and Chip Starsky co-created Sex Criminals for Image Comics. Is Sex Criminals that old? 2000. What was it? 13. Okay. Wow. God, it's taken them a long time <laughs> to get to 30 issues. It's finally uh, ending, but... <laughs> And then in 2014, he teamed up with Christian Ward to create Odyssey, which is O-D-Y-C. It's spelled really weird, it yes. <laughs> it sounds super cool, though. And I, I want to read I, it. I believe he wrote it for like his daughter. Oh, yeah. I thought it, about reading it. It was. It's this, basically but... a retelling of the Odyssey. But oh. everyone's Almost a woman. The Odyssey, but it's... Not everyone, sorry. Genders, gen- genders are changed it's, to women. It's... It's like the main uh, character's it, a woman. No, no offense to, to Mr. Fraction, but it is tough. I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so on. I, I think I made it like three issues. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> it's a weird one then. I don't know if weird's necessarily the word for it, but it was, I don't it know. It wasn't your cup of tea. Yeah, definitely wasn't gotcha. my cup okay. of tea. Okay. Uh, that's all I have. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Sex Criminals has been going strong since then. They they finally announced it's ending with, I think, issue 31, which isn't out yet, but they have announced that it's ending. Um Obviously, part of that delay has come from Chip Zdarsky signing an exclusive with Marvel and him kind of becoming a big player at Marvel. So he's obviously doesn't have as much time to draw sex criminals as he probably did. The kids did. pronounce it playa. Yeah, a big playa. Um, playa? What? what? <laughs> I don't think that's... Kelly Sue DeConnick left for DC, so naturally... I guess they're kind of partners in crime. So I was wondering that too when they announced Kelly Sue on Aquaman. I was like, I wonder if Fraction hops the fence too. And sure enough, he's writing Jim Nielsen now. So, which means it's kind of a, a smaller book, but maybe he gets. Maybe he'll go further with DC stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got to get in the door somewhere. I mean, they gave Kelly Sue Aquaman. I was like, oh, that's pretty big. Okay. Should be giving him uh, Batman. <laughs> I heard Tom King's going to be writing that book. I, I, heard, I heard a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets that joke. <laughs> Who we've yeah. probably made on the podcast like four <laughs> times. And so it's probably like, what the hell? Every time there's there's one listener that every time we mention is just like screaming into their <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> He's been writing it for years. <laughs> We're gonna finally provide some context for that. Now? Sure. And, no, and, I wanna leave it uh, we should leave it as a mystery. I, I'm, I'm almost certain we've talked about it, but I think it's been oh, like, maybe. A I don't think we ago. ever talked if about it. If anyone out there wants to know the story of that joke, send us a tweet and it'll be on next week's episode. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's the end of the history one oh one. Um so you you consider yourself like a fan, right? You're a yeah. fraction guy. Yeah, you were pretty excited when he was gonna be the next one we were gonna talk about. Fraction there's more of a lot more of his stuff that I haven't read than stuff of his that I have, but I do really like the things of his that I've read. Sex Criminals to me is like a milestone creator yeah. own book that's just like this is amazing. I think I've read most of his Marvel stuff. Um, 
like I said, I tried Odyssey. It's, he's one of those guys that like, oh, Fraction's writing this. I will pick this up. Yeah. And that's why I even picked okay. up Odyssey to begin with. Um, Five Fist of Science was really fun. Um, How course, many guys are there in comics, would you say, that like are on that list of like, I'll I if their name's on, I will pick it up. Like, I'll pick up anything. Because I feel like mine's like pretty short, like any like anything. Like Bendis used to be that way for me, and <laughs> until then he, he wrote and, everything. Then he, no, I mean even when you couldn't afford it, <laughs> even when he was writing everything, he was doing Powers, he was doing Ultimate Spider Man. Ultimate Spider Man was never late. Oh, if yeah. it was, maybe a week, which is insane. But when I mean, it was Bagley's just art oh, on yeah. that book. It's like he was it was never consistent. Late. It was awesome. Um, he was doing like uh. Avengers and Mighty Avengers and Aven- uh, all these Avengers. T- he was doing so much crap. Alias and Daredevil and all that stuff. And yeah. I remember just reading all of his stuff at that, you know, and mm. every time I read a book, I'm like, my God, how is he not, how is this not shit? <laughs> he's a machine. He's, yeah, it was ridiculous. So he, he was on my list until he switched over to DC. Um, Garth- I mean, even before that, though, Bendis reaches a point where you could tell he doesn't care anymore. Like he stops, he lo- not that maybe he doesn't care. It sounds harsh. Like when you there's a point after so long of when Bendis is on a book, you can notice when he's less interested in it. I guess is a mm. better way to phrase. But it. But he still like. he still writes well. Yeah. Um, so I always you know. But you can tell when he's enthusiastic about oh, something. Yeah. There, there's a point in the book where it'll dip. X Men felt that way for me. Like it, mm-hmm. it started out really strong, and yep. it, and I wouldn't say it went downhill, but it just kind of like leveled out. Yeah. I'm like oh okay. Um. Like his his Avengers disassembled shit when he oh, yeah. when he this started that off amazing. was awesome. Amazing. Um, like Garth Ennis used to be on that list, and they started getting into like these war books, and mm. and I I've read a few of them. I'm, war stories are not my thing, um, but they do have that Garth Ennis twist about them when you read them. So yeah. I mean, it does feel Garth Ennis. Uh, Warren Ellis is one I'll pick up. Hickman is always another one that I'll okay. I'll get his stuff. So yeah, it is. I do have a list, but it's a it's a pretty short list. My mine's nothing probably really short. Jeff Johns, I'll buy any book. I don't care. It can be the most obscure DC character or whatever. I'm buying any solo book. Same. Jeff Johns, Morrison, obviously. I'll I'll try it. I'll I'll do his indie stuff. But don't any day. I'll mm-hmm. I'll do a more indie book. I will not do a mainstream. Marvel I'll, or DC. Morrison I, I'm buying book. a number one issue of any Morrison book. I, I mean, there, there's, there's definitely Morrison stuff I don't like, but I will try any series Morrison does. At least that first issue. Those are the only two I could say like for sure. I don't even care what it is. I'm buying it. Yeah. And there's others. And I'm like, eh, if it's if it clicks on my head, like this person with this thing, okay. Um, Jeff Lemire is becoming a person that's gaining on that list for me though i'm like man everything i read from him what, seems to yeah be really, I, I was gonna say i don't really i don't follow him but when i do read his stuff i've loved it yeah it's like and like the fact that he keeps getting more and more work it's like okay this guy is like he's, he's really really good steam. yeah like the question is he doing is he's is doing the question yeah so what is That's i don't mean really to go good. off on another tangent here why are you guys so excited about the question do you guys even it's it's know me anything excited. about the question oh, i know about the question yeah oh, okay it's, it's, oh, I think yeah. it's more so me that's excited. I'm like, were you guys even reading <laughs> comics back then? Oh, yeah. I love the, the Rene Montoya run of the question. And that's probably what you're more familiar with, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, like, in the cartoons, Justice League Unlimited stuff, they had, like, the Vic Sage question oh, okay. and stuff. So I, I knew him through through there. But, I mean, in comics, I was more familiar with the Rene Montoya And it's my understanding they're both going to be running around now. So that'd be, great. That'd be cool. 
question is, I just I have a thing for those like noir characters. He's so obscure. I just I always like the boring. original Sandman, not the yeah. the old game and yeah, like the old know, the, the old Sandman. like where he's got the gas mask and the hat yeah. and he's got the you know he's fighting crime. Yeah. Okay. So book reports. <laughs> I don't have a book report. What? What? You didn't read anything? Well, I mean, sex criminals, but oh, okay. Mary can talk about my, sex criminals. That's my pick. In case you didn't, we did a comic book club episode on the first trade of sex criminals a while yes. back, so go back and listen to that. If you haven't, Mary will give you a rundown on that first trade, but uh, uh, she was talking for a minute, so I'll, I'll go first. Um, I read Hawkeye, because I've never read a Hawkeye book in my life <laughs> until today. Wow. Um, you always go last. It's so weird that you're going first. I know. I know. Well, you know, you've got to put your best best foot forward. I love that. <laughs> Not save the best for last. That's, no, not today. Not today. <laughs> not when you're reading a Hawkeye book, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is really cool. Uh, I think it's one of those things. I've heard how great it was forever. So I'm like, okay, I've been wanting to read this. Here's an excuse to read it. Plus, obviously, Feige said that that's their main pull for the Hawkeye Disney Plus series. It's going to be coming out. Oh yeah, when you look at that. Oh, they're doing that, a Disney Plus series. They use the same font, yeah, right from the. So, I didn't know they were doing a Hawkeye series. Yeah, he's he's getting a series, and they said this run is going to be basically, you know, their their Bible for that show, which is yes. like cool. Oh, that's geek gasm everywhere. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So I read the first trade, which is called "My Life as a Weapon." Um, Hawkeye is really interesting because it's one of those books that, like, you you almost can forget at times that it's a big two book. It really feels like an indie book at times in, in the best of ways. But like even in the art style, I forget who drew it. Oh, um, it, I love the artist. I can't, but it, it doesn't head, look mainstream it. Marvel though. It hasn't like an, indie, it's very indie. It has an indie, indie comic feel. look. Yeah. And like yeah. they, they reference things like Captain America and shield and stuff, but like not a lot. So it's like Gene Ha, is it? I don't know. So. No. It's going to bug me now. Um, it's a short last name like that, though. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, like, so like there's almost points where you can kind of, because I mean, Hawkeye's not in costume for at least the first trade, really, at any point. Um, and Kate Bishop obviously plays a big part. She's a great character. Their their relationship is great. But I, I love that it's like, it reminds me of a lot of that original, to go back to Bendis, it reminds me of like that original Alias series. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, this is set in the Marvel universe, but you kind of can forget that it is because like, it doesn't feel like a big two book, which I mean, that was under the Marvel max line. So they were obviously able to do a little bit more, but Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. It's really good. This is a book I would definitely recommend to somebody that's like, I read nothing but indie stuff and want to try something from Marvel or DC because it has a very indie comic feel. It does not feel like a superhero book at all. Um, and so the first trade it's it's not really like one continuous story that, but there's themes that kind of come, but they're kind of like, these are little adventures of Hawkeye, you know? Um, the best one out of the first trade I thought is this little story about this tape that gets stolen from shield and they have to go get it back. Cause it's like a tape of Hawkeye killing a guy and they're going to have a bunch of villains are trying to auction for it. Cause if they can get a hold of that then they can release it and have the, have shield in trouble, have the Avengers in trouble. Um, there's another one where he, you know, steals like a mobster's dog. Well, he saves a mobster's dog and stuff like that. There's, like, there's just some cool stuff. I say Kate Bishop's a great character too. So, 
um every issue every issue starts with like the same line where it's like i know what you're gonna say like this looks really bad like it's just every issue you open it like hawkeye just in some like terrible situation he's like i know this looks really bad <laughs> let me explain <laughs> um it's clever say i i love i was really surprised by just like the indie feel of it i yeah again if you're someone that's only ever really read indie stuff and you wanted to try something from the big two i feel like this is like an easy like like this feels like an indie comic. It doesn't feel like a superhero comic really at all. Yeah. I mean, plus Hawkeye doesn't have powers too. So like that help that's going well, for that it. Well, that first issue is him jumping. It's very much out of the Avengers movie where he's jumping off the roof and he's using his little oh, grappling yeah. thing and he fucks himself up. Yeah. Like, big he, time. He, he really messes himself up. And that, that I love, that's what I loved about it. Cause it started off and it's like, okay, he's a superhero, but he like right off the bat, he, he's, Oh, yeah. busts himself up pretty good and, and like, he okay, brings up multiple points too like in his like inner dialogue where he's like you know i'm not a superhero i don't have any powers so it, it's cool you get to see kind of like a day in the life of this guy um he, he's if you're only ever familiar with like the jeremy renner version of hawkeye this version is quite a bit different so i'm curious to see kind of how they play him in the disney plus series if they kind of because this guy Obviously, in the MCU, he's the family man. Except you don't really have any of that going here. He's, he's been through some shit, though. Yeah, <laughs> Hawkeye's very bitter um, in this run and stuff. And he's not... I mean, I guess he's in the movies, too, a little bit. Well, at, at the end, I mean, he went through five years of yeah. just being a murderous <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't think you just turn that off when your family comes back. You, yeah. You've oh, made some sure. changes in your head. So Yeah, how do you just be like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to kill anymore. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Because we'll find out in that series. Yeah. I don't know. I think he. I think uh, the series. I think is going to be like the pitch for it, though. It's going to be like, you know what? I'm done with this. I, I was going to retire and stuff. I think the series is going to be him training Kate Bishop to take his place. Hmm. But you know, yeah. So that's that's Hawkeye from Matt Fraction. The, at least the first trade of it. I know. I don't know how long he was on that book. It wasn't too long because it was. It took. They have an omnibus for it, but it's a slimmer yeah. book, so it's not um, like some I, I know at one point thing. it was it was coming out so late that they started telling a Kate Bishop story. Oh, because okay. um, it's like, well, this isn't happening. We need to. We mm. need some filler here. Do something. <laughs> we need something. So, Mary, yeah, tell people about Sex Criminals from Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky in Image Comics. Okay, <laughs> it's about Susie and Bob. John. John, that's it. Bob and John. <laughs> Susan, Susan, John. It's not Suze, it's Susie. <laughs> yeah. I am not a Suze. <laughs> yes, uh, Sex Criminals is about uh, Susie and John. And Susie and John, well, when they... I make love. Make when they yeah. make love, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> or not love. even. Not even. You don't even have to make love. <laughs> They just have to climax. Yep, climax. To be uh, <laughs> accurate, I guess. To be PC. They when they climax, they uh, can stop time, which is really cool. Yes, and so I'll just—I mean, really, if you want to know more, you have to listen. To, you should listen to our episode or read it. If I found enough to get you to read it, yeah, then, like, you're not interested in it, like. Yeah, no, that's really the pitch. Like that—that that was all they had in the solicitation and previews yeah. when the issue one was solicited. I'm like, I'm down. I, yeah. I don't. I don't need to know anything else. I'm that pitch is either going to get you to buy the book, or you're going to know for sure you don't want it. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all you need. So yeah, basically, two main characters—they can stop time when they climax. They meet each other, and then they start 
stealing stuff. They're trying or to save the library. Save the library. That's what it was. That's <laughs> the what it was. <laughs> Think of the people. Think of the people. <laughs> or just cause pranks. Yeah. Like I said, that that's when I always go back to issue two, uh, where it's telling his origin of the it what is it come world, come world yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i you know i'll chuckle when i read a comic book but that just that uh, issue i was laughing out loud so much reading that issue it's, it's such a great issue uh, yeah and, and matt fraction's part is obviously the writing duties but some of the best stuff stuff of sex criminals is all of the little like that's a book you have to analyze panel by panel because chip sadarsky <laughs> puts so much just random especially when they're in the come world the- adult store, store oh, yeah. all the posters on the wall the titles <laughs> of the books on the wall like you gotta look at everything yeah there's some gems in there and i'm sure him and matt probably came up with a bunch of those together like oh, oh wouldn't this be funny and also just, just the book. tips if anyone doesn't have which is like the little mini hardcover i don't know what you'd call it it's like a little it's a sex tip companion book, yeah. book to sex criminals where it's like just some of the jokey stuff they oh, came yeah. up with and it's like some of the stuff that didn't make it into the books and that also highly recommend buy. It's a good like party book. If you had a bunch of friends like, oh, it'll sit around and you can flip through it and everyone laughs. Ah, he said dick. Thank <laughs> <laughs> gosh. So. But yep, that's Sex Criminals. That's my that's my book. Uh, that's my pitch for it. That's, yeah, that's, that's all you need. And if you if you don't want to read it, then you can just go listen to our episode about it and have it spoiled. I don't know how good you. of a job we would do we did of it if you haven't read it, but <laughs> go find out. Yeah, Kylie's <laughs> gonna tell us about Iron Man. Mine was Iron Man, the Invincible Iron Man. Um, I did not reread this series because I read it back when it came out. It is sixty one issues, lasted from July two thousand eight. To October 2012. That's a pretty beefy run. Oh, it was. Definitely. Um, I had heard rumors uh, when it was ending that he still had, like, story planned out. Um, but doing trying to do my research uh, with this, I couldn't see anywhere where that was confirmed. So, oh, okay. that could have just been a rumor back then. That, well, like, does it... Does it- like end like does he have like an ending or does it, it feel it, kind it, of it ends and it goes right in because when I was doing this because there's a there's a huge chunk of story that I remember really really vividly mm. that wasn't his it was Kieran Gillen that took oh. over after him oh, and it was it was some good <laughs> shit and I kept thinking that was the the fraction stuff and then when I'm doing this I'm like but wait what about the stuff in space that's yeah. where he left off is like oh. okay now Iron Man's going to space and then Gillen took over. And that was some good stuff. You don't really like space stuff, though, I thought. I usually don't, but he did some cool stuff. They brought in, like, Tony Stark's brother. And, yeah, it was there was some really cool stuff. Um, But in his 61-issue run, um, he he does some cool stuff. He You know, you got Obadiah Stane. We we talked about this earlier. Um, Ezekiel Stane. Zeke, basically. Um, But... He he becomes he uses suicide bombers and it's been kind of a terrorist story. This is how it starts out. It's oh, basically yeah. Ezekiel Stane messing with Iron Man, um, which leads into uh, his extremist powers start to fail. And this is yeah Norman. This is all this is right after Civil War. So okay. you've got Norman Osborn still running around, and Tony's still kind of a villain uh, at this point. Exactly. Then. Um, so he is trying to, what an awkward time for Marvel too, because like they just made Tony like 
the douche of the universe and the movie comes out and it's like totally successful it's like crap people want to like him we got to make him like exactly. him again <laughs> exactly so um so the extremist is failing and this means like uh, osborne can basically take his his mm-hmm. memories i don't know if you if you're in in the comic books the extremist basically made his brain like a a cpu okay. like you could download a virus you could do you could take memories out you could so he's worried that uh, Norman Osborn is going to use him and learn the identities of all these superheroes. So he's trying to pretty much delete all of it. And he's okay. on the run. Norman Osborn's trying to hunt him down. He ends up basically, he, he inflicts brain damage on himself. Oh, and then at the very last moment, Osborn catches up with him and like beats the shit out of him. And Pepper Potts actually is recording this and she broadcasts it to the world. Cause like you were saying, he is still kind of like, Public kind of a villain uh so she broadcasts it out like look what look what your guy norman osborne has done Mm -hmm. i mean he they put him in the hospital he's in a coma after this so pepper shows this to the world to you know gives him gives tony some sympathy for people basically um so they've uh you find out his he can he can be healed and it's going to take thor to come and fix him he needs to reboot his brain basically it's like rebooting the, Mm -hmm. the computer um he talks it over with cap they have this whole big thing like do we want to do this and he even there you know pepper finds a a hologram message from him saying if if you want me to stay in the coma if it's going to be easier on you let me just stay in the coma but but if not you're gonna need you're we're gonna need iron man and we're gonna need some shit to Mm kind of jumpstart me so they go through some stuff to to get him rebooted this is this is the best start of the or this is the best part of the fraction run for me is they reboot him. They reboot his brain, basically. But it's kind of like a backup. He had like a like he's backed up his his memories like mm-hmm. in a, you know, like like a, very much like a computer. So when they reboot him, when they bring him back, he gets his memories back. But to a certain point. So it's so pre, it like it's, altered carbon. Almost? It's pre Civil War. <laughs> oh, so he doesn't remember anything that oh, happened yeah. after Civil War. Okay. So there's some stuff with him and Steve that he doesn't remember, because mm. so so now he's got this big gapage of all the stuff that's happened. And so pretty important gap too. It is. It's very important. Um, and there's you know that's Detroit Steel as she brought up is one of Fraction's things. That's um, oh who the hell made Detroit? Oh Justine Hammer, Ooh. Justin Hammer's uh, daughter uh, makes Detroit Steel like a, an evil Justine. Iron Man basically. And you've got like Mandarin and all that fun stuff. Um, during the Fear itself uh, run, after that, he turns back to the bottle. Basically, he becomes an alcoholic again. Ooh! Um, we found the demon in the bottle. Exactly. Um, found the demon in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That, that's, it's actually that that storyline is called Demon. Uh, right after Fear itself. Well, for um, a second, was, I thought you said genie. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Found a genie in a bottle. So basically, because the bad guys are working behind the curtain mm-hmm. to fuck with him, the, he has to kind of give up being Iron Man because the government realizes he's an alcoholic again. They're like, you need to step away. That's the Kurt Busiek stuff, right? The demon in a bottle. I think so. Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah. I wish they would have went into that a little more with the movies, but yeah, it's a it's a sensitive subject for. Disney. 
It was still Paramount at that it, point, though. I think it was, yeah. Iron Man but, 2 was the last one, I think, yeah. right? I, there's even a deleted scene on the on the DVD at the beginning when they're flying over and he's going to jump out to the Stark Expo. Mm-hmm. And he's hung over and he's puking in the Iron Man helmet because oh. he's got a hangover and they're, they're like, we got to cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but basically, that that his storyline and uh, his storyline ends with him, you know, he's comes back. He's now he's going to go into space. He's I think he's the left roadie in charge and and rescue. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go chill out and hang out with the Guardians of the Galaxy and do fun stuff in space. Do they have Tony's identity public and shit during all this stuff too, or are yes. they still doing the Iron Man's my body? No, no, okay. that's that's long ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was some bullshit. Yeah. But like I said, that goes into the Karen Gillan run, which was awesome as well. And, and like Mary awesome. Mary did point out, I am not big on the cosmic stuff, but that there was some cool cosmic stuff in, in that uh, Iron Man run. And it wasn't it didn't it wasn't a huge run, mm-hmm. but it, it felt it felt like a good follow up to what Fraction had done. Okay. It, it felt it's kind of like when Straczynski finished his Thor run. I want it. Was it Fraction that picked up after Straczynski? That sounds right. Yeah. Um. It, it there. It just felt like there was no gapage, or there wasn't a big like, oh, this is a new writer. It just yeah. flowed really well into the next story. That's that's how this felt. Oh. Do you, do you prefer that when they can? Um. It it depends. I kind of like when it's like the a new era kind of thing. I kind of like when it's like this doesn't feel like the shit you had. Yeah. Before. I can I can t- I can take it either way. But the what, like when Straczynski left, he kind of left. He didn't. He didn't leave with an ending. Yeah. So they. He. So fraction coming in and kind of finishing that off was was nice. But yeah, I have no problem when they come in and like do a reboot. But uh, it's also cool that they can, if they can come in and just continue the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I grew up with. Was that's how comics were. They yeah. weren't constantly rebooting and yeah. starting over. I don't think creators really got to have their own flavor as much back then. That was my thing with, uh, we talked about X-Factor, I think, last week. I loved X-Factor. It was that original X-Men team, but they were disguising themselves as humans, hunting down mutants, but they were basically they were saving the mutants. But I think it was like in the 70s or something, issue 70-something, Peter David took over, and it was a whole new team, whole new writer, whole new artist. Nowadays, it would just be, a new number one and yeah. here's a new book that that was so jarring to me as a kid reading it. I'm like, this isn't what I like. I'm not reading this anymore, but going back, I'm like, Oh, this was better than what I was reading before. Mm-hmm. So I wish so, they, I wish they'd stick to that. Recommend it then. Fraction Iron Man? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Go check that out. If you're interested, there's not much of fraction. I wouldn't recommend. Like I said, he's, he's on yeah, that he's, list. I mean, again, there's a lot more of his stuff I haven't read than stuff I have, but everything I've read, I haven't disliked anything. So, uh, FF is really, really fun too. Again, just that one's more kind of like just for shits and giggles, but it's very fun. I find. So. Did you read? Were you reading his Fantastic Four at the same time, or did you just read FF? I didn't read him at the same time, but I I read it eventually. Okay. So, because I loved Hickman's. Fantastic oh Four, God. and so then I, people were like, "Fractions is good too." Fra- Fractions is good. Hickman's is like oh. that is the, the Every, cherry everybody. On top of everybody everything. talks about Hickman's Avengers run, which I mean, like, I don't blame you, but I, I actually like 
for me like hickman i'm like no that his run on fantastic four yeah. was that's my hickman shit <laughs> the the fact that it like i and he did a he did a good run like this where it was years he hickman wrote that. plays the long game every time and then at the end the way he just took everything he'd written over those years and just tied it into a nice little oh, bow man. and i'm like that was just it was beautiful yeah that's that's the way hickman does shit man it's all gonna nothing's ever an accident everything's done with a purpose and it's he's i bet you this this stood on x-men he's probably got four or five years in the can of at least plotted of where he wants to be and have you read that yet huh Any of the yeah X-Men? i read i've read house i haven't read powers huh. it's an interesting idea to be like the x-men we protect the world that hates us to be like we've yeah, fuck the world that hates us. We're just gonna go. On. <laughs> like, okay, that's a different way to go. But all right, so that's pretty much it for Matt Fraction, then, right? Yeah. Go check out Matt Fraction stuff. It's pretty good. It's pretty sweet. I like Matt Fraction. Mary. Yeah. Weekly picks. Weekly picks. Tell people what they should be reading or watching or listening to or what kind of sandwich they should be eating. Oh, yeah. Ooh, toast and jam. Toast that's, and jam. That's what you're gonna go to. No peanut butter no. on that toast. <laughs> I'll, I'll do peanut butter on toast. Oh my god, that's it's 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 a nice treat. <laughs> I like peanut butter because it kind of melts a little. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, I'm just a butter guy. On toast. <laughs> I, I like peanut. I can sit with the spoon and just eat peanut butter. Oh, I like peanut butter. I just don't really do it on toast. Oh, have you tried it on toast? Yeah. Oh, no. shit. Gotta have bare like <laughs> raspberry jam because that's the bomb. Butter and jam on toast is good. Oh no! You can't be can't be both. It's gotta be one or the what? other. What? Yeah, no, it can be both. No, you can't do it's, butter. It's and better with yeah. both. No. It, it, yeah, it gives it. It gives it a little. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's I. It's weird. I. That's <laughs> like this. How did this turn into a food podcast? Uh, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> the idea. Of, it's disgusting. The idea of me doing it at home. But if I like go out to breakfast somewhere and they bring me toast and it's already buttered when they bring it to me, I could put jam on it and. There's no problem, but for some reason, the idea of me putting butter on and then putting jam on. I see you in your kitchen, like, Tyler, this is messed up. What are you doing? <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, spread that shit. Wow. Mary? Yes. Please shut me up. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So, my pick is going to be it's a movie. It's on Netflix. If uh, I mean, it could be other places, I guess, but uh, it's called Burning. It's in Korean. So. It's subtitled. That's, that's what she's been doing all week. <laughs> Korean shit. It, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I've also been watching the series, uh, the series that they have going on for um, Bangkok Love Stories. That's really good. Uh, there's like four different titles that they have for that. Anyways, Burning. Um, it's really good. It's about main, your main character is uh, this guy. He's friends with this girl. This girl meets a young rich man and uh the guy is a little wary about this guy that she has met um and then uh, she ends up disappearing i don't want to say much more than that uh but at the if you care it's 94 percent on rotten tomatoes it has glenn from the walking dead in it he's your bad guy in quotes duh duh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, hey, I got that. Any <laughs> 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 totally. Well, I wasn't expecting you to quote Billie Eilish, so. Uh, but that is my pick. Uh, Burning, Netflix. It's a movie. It's two hours long. It's in Korean. <laughs> is there a dubbed version? Uh, I don't think so. 
I didn't look. Some, so. Sometimes they're fun to watch just because you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Try it. Just <laughs> it like that. makes it more of a comedy. Try it. <laughs> Kylie, what should people be checking out? Um, I got two. One, one's really a quick one. That's a YouTube. I, I just learned about this. It's a YouTube series called uh, Hot Ones. It's an interview. You just learned oh, about my Hot God, Ones? 170 episodes, and I'm just learning about this. Oh, oh, it's amazing. The, the, I love the, Hot Ones. Uh, Kristen Bell one just came out. I just watched that is last it, night. Uh, is it good? Yes. Uh, we're going to be watching that. Uh, the first one I watched was the Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah. oh, Have you seen Gordon Ramsay yet? No. Gordon Ramsay's no. awesome. Well, I, I've seen Aubrey Plaza, Trevor Noah, and, and Kristen Bell. Those oh, are the okay. three I've watched. Yeah, so Kristen far. Bell I saw just came out. I was like, good. Lord. Every time one of those comes out, I get excited. It's it's pretty funny. At one point, she's like, she was cursing. She's like, oh my God, am I allowed to curse? But like Aubrey Plaza, have you guys seen the Aubrey Plaza one? No, I don't think she, so. She like she's got a straight, she's got a good poker face, and like mm. she goes like four or five, and like she's showing no sign that of anything. That show makes me hungry, man. I love uh, wings. I love. And then wings. like seven or eight at one point, like she she snorts milk because her <laughs> nose is burning. Yeah. Her eyes oh, are like no. beet red, and you can just see the tears down. And she's just staring at him. She's like, "Fuck you, fuck it." She's like <laughs> pointing to the camera, and, "Fuck you, fuck you." She's just cursing at him all. I <laughs> love like the look on their face every time when they get to the end. Where he's like, "You don't have to, but it's addition that we pour yeah. the eyes." They're like, well, "Fuck you." The dude. Kristen Bell really? one. I haven't I haven't watched the Dax Shepard one, but the Kristen Bell one. She, he's doing it, and she's like, "What are you What are you trying to do? You're trying to You're trying to." you know taunting he's like well it's a tradition that we do this she's like what did my husband do did he do it and he's like not only did he do it he got a second one afterwards and, and did the same thing he's like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't think we've seen all of them but we've no definitely we definitely seen haven't seen all of them, of them. that's that's a that's a fun thing to put on just so, yeah. to because a lot of times you get good interviews out of them too. Oh yeah, you know. So Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, Ramsay is one, one, of one of my favorite. favorite Philip DeFranco's okay. is one I'll of my favorite. To... Billy Eilish. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, there, there's some good ones. There. Uh, but my other pick was uh, Last Night on Earth, uh, oh. number two. Scott Snyder. It got really fucking weird. In First one issue. was already weird. First one was already weird, but I could keep up with it a bit. Mm-hmm. This one is where you got to see the death of Superman. How Superman, how Lex Luthor finally killed Superman in the end, oh, which was pretty fucked up. Capullo's still kicking ass. Yeah. Um, Such a badass. Dick Grayson shows up at the end. Uh, I, there were, like, the haunted tank, the red and the green swamp thing, unknown soldier. Oh, damn, all just, these things were in Just throwing shit out. Oh, yeah. Huh? All, it was... It's pretty. It's pretty. Good. can't do anything small. No, you just can't do it. And and this is literally them just. And it was. I mean, it's a thicker book, but he threw a lot into this issue, and so I can't wait for three to see how he. It's like my favorite thing about Snyder, but also like his downfall a lot of times. It's like I think. you gotta take it He's, easy. Take Scott a breath. Snyder <laughs> is easily like the Michael Bay. Yeah. Like I feel like every pitch meeting Scott Snyder has DC. He's like, and then wouldn't it be cool if like Batman showed up and then he had like this big robot suit and he's like, and then it was like a dragon thing. There's this great part in the comic book where he's got the Joker's head and the Joker keeps like just bugging him. They're on this quest. And the Joker's like, I have a, I have a serious question to ask you. And he's like, no, I'm not talking to you. And he's like, no. I was like, I, I, I just want to be Robin. I've always wanted to be Robin. That's all I've ever wanted was to be a Robin. And they, they've got a horse. They were going through this desert. And he and Batman looks at the horse. He's like, I'd make this horse Robin before you. <laughs> and they've got these weird tornado storms that are hitting in their, uh, the time, like the flash, the time stream tornadoes. If you, if you get hit by one, you basically just age and turn to dust. 
So it's coming up and they're trying to get away and it hits the horse and the horse just turns to dust and the Joker's like, oh, he was my favorite Robin. <laughs> That's funny. I'm so sad he's dead. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I remember when Dark Knight's Metal came out, I, I always joked that Scott Snyder has this obsession with robots. Too. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Like putting people in robots or some kind of like... His Batman was like the first one to always like, here's my fucking mech suit that I... And he looked like a bunny rabbit with those little ears. <laughs> and I was like, I was always joking. I was like, I swear to God, dude, if there's more fucking robots, like second page, the Justice League form, form like this, like, like, like a Megazord. Yeah, yeah. Like a I was like, God damn it, dude. Somebody needs to stop this guy. <laughs> no, I like Scott Snyder, but yeah, he's he's very Hollywood blockbuster. It's very like... Hit this summer, Scott yeah. Snyder's gonna blow your mind. Like, just tell me a small story. Never, never <laughs> in your life. Um, I I really wish I could like switch up my weekly picks more often, but it's just like I don't know if something's just the best and it's always the best and it's Spider-Man? gonna be no. Spider oh. hasn't come out, that, but if it no, did, that's <laughs> but uh, same guy, uh, Chip Zdarsky, Daredevil again. Huh. Oh. Dude, this book kicks ass. The trade just came out. I need to. I need this to pick it up. This book kicks and... ass. It. I always knew Chip Zdarsky could write. I never doubted how good of a writer he was. But this series has really shown like how good he writes dialogue, because like Daredevil's not Daredevil for really hardly any. I mean, he gets he quits being Daredevil really early in the series. I think we're eight issues in or nine. So issues is this now. ongoing? Yeah. Okay. And like. The last couple issues have just basically been nothing but dialogue. This whole issue So is, like Bendis when he wasn't Daredevil at all yeah. through that whole run. Like <laughs> this whole issue is a chess match. The whole almost like the whole thing. Who's he playing with? Reed Richards. Oh, that's right. And like Fantastic Four? The con yeah, the conversations that they have, dude, like it never gets boring. The previous issue was he meets this girl at a bookstore. Matt Murdock meets this girl at a bookstore and he kind of flirts with her and she invites him to dinner and he goes to dinner and it turns out her family is like one of the big crime lord families of this of New York City. And like <laughs> that gets and complicated. It's just, majority of the issue is them sitting around this dinner table going back and forth about what the law means and why they do what they do, why Matt Murdock does what he does. And um, he's just a parole officer now. It it's just it's so engaging. It blows me away how I don't get bored of just these people sitting at a table. You know, it's insane. Like, Chip Zdarsky is so freaking good, man. Like, this Daredevil series is a must-read. It has to, like, just, I can't even stress it enough. He stopped being Daredevil in, like, issue two or three. Daredevil accidentally kills a guy at the beginning of the series, and he gets really fucked up by it. And at the end of, like, issue two or three, Spider-Man shows up in Murdoch's apartment, and he's like, look, dude, basically, everyone's kind of knows uh, like us as a superhero community have kind of discussed it and we basically decided you're done. Like you need to be done, not only for your health, but for everything else. Like we've all decided if anyone sees you out there on the rooftops, we're putting you down. Like you need to stop. And so he, he quits and he hasn't been Daredevil since then. Hmm. But there's someone running around as Daredevil. Yeah, there's, right? a, there's a Daredevil copycat. But they haven't focused on that really a whole lot. Like they mentioned it like at least once an issue. Like, does anyone know who that copycat is? And then they go back to this thing. I was it's, thinking it was Spider-Man since it's that he, girl. he took his mask. <laughs> Didn't he give his mask to Spider-Man? He might have. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah. This dude, is all stuff I just hear from a court. I need yeah. to sit down and actually read the book. It, dude, it's it's really fucking good. Can't, yeah, I can't stress it enough. So that's, that's that. It's foggy. Oh, that's, yeah. 
<laughs> Isn't he dead again? Well, that's, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have no idea. Who knows anymore? I didn't read the. No the, one's truly dead, Kylie. Come yeah, on, it's comics. I didn't read the Charles Soul run. That was like the one I missed. It's the Kingpin. No, better than running around. Oh, fucking good. So, time flies almost fast. Superman's podcast is almost over. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna uh, pull the name of the next person in a second. But uh, next week. We'll be right back here with our next Was It That Bad for Supergirl, Helen Slater's Supergirl from like 1980. You just said two words of why it is not that bad, Helen Slater. I'll be honest with you. You actually scared me when you said. (laughs) 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 You scared me. I was like, oh. (laughs) That was being fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but it frightened me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be afraid of the speed, Mary. <laughs> so we're gonna be doing that next week. Hopefully, we get McCord back. What are we doing next week? A, <laughs> was it that bad, Supergirl? Oh, okay. It's a DC centric episode, so don't count on it. McCord probably won't be here, but we'll try. <laughs> See if we can get him back here. Uh, make sure I don't you guys know, check McCord out the, likes movies, so that's true. Well, especially because it's a quote unquote bad DC movie, so he might show up to come to come bash on a DC movie. Who knows? But uh, come back next week for that. Check out the Nerd Dome podcast, Kyrie's other podcasts. What did you guys talk about this week? I did not go this week because oh, well, my never mind all my good buddy last. Aldo is moving to uh, Portland Saturday. So Edgar and Aldo and I went out to dinner oh, Thursday okay. night. So I was not on the podcast Where'd you guys this go? week. Went to a, a Tosh's Ramen downtown. Oh, oh my yeah, god! You guys are having sushi. It was what it was that? Like it looked like you guys were having like ramen. sushi. Or something? We had ramen. Oh. I what was the to plate to in the middle of the table? <laughs> Um, I stalked it you. Were, it were Korean barbecue wings. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Korean barbecue wings. They were good. good. They were <laughs> good. Speaking of which, I've heard the Korean place. Uh, Bumblebees? That, Bumblebees? No, no, no. The place oh. that took over Hooters on State Street. Oh. Korean barbecue yeah. in Utah. I heard that's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe we, we should go there. To try that. Yeah. We like Bumblebees. No, I, definitely no one knows what we're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're local, but you know. Sure. Yeah. Make sure you guys are following us everywhere on social media as well. Fortress of Commentude podcast. Look us up. Find us. Google it. It works. Check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Audio Boom, whatever. Send us an email. FOC you want them podcast to Google at it Gmail. Works? Yep. Google okay. it works. See what comes up. I don't know. I'm doing it right now. Go to the Googles. Google it works. <sighs> We're going to just patiently wait. This is great radio. Especially because Kylie's blind, so he can't even see. Shut up. It's an on, is... it, there's an online store called It Works. Oh. Apparently. Mm. What do they sell? Oh, I think it's that wrap thing. That, the, the tummy wrap thing, right? It's called It Works? Your, your internet store. That's like their tagline or something. Oh, it's it's Kato stuff. Kato? Keto. Keto. Kato. 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 Kato's a Green Hornet's friend. But yeah, I was it's. Say, I was like, wait a minute. It's like, here, here's a store. It just sells Kato merchandise. You can get the mask. Like, like the most random fucking thing. I'm sorry. Exclusively Kato merchandise. I totally derailed that. Oh, oh, my bad. That's fine. <laughs> Kylie, if you would. Oh. Since McCord is Pick in here. Pick the next name of the creator-focused episode the bad one for September. Time. Yeah. That never happened. Huh? Jeff Loeb. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can find some good Jeff Loeb stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, his earlier stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yep. Been wanting to reread Long Halloween for a while, so that's yeah. good. Oh, that's him? Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. 
Have I read anything? So you should read Log Halloween. I'll read Dark Victory, and you ring. Uh, ha- you read Haunted Haunted Nights, and we'll just read the trilogy. It's <laughs> Haunted Nights. What? <laughs> it's the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale stuff yeah. that they, they did in the annuals. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You should read. Uh-huh. Spider-Man Blue because you've you, never no, read. You should Spider-Man read Blue. Ultimates three. Don't read that. <laughs> you've never read Spider-Man Blue. This is your opportunity. Do we have that? No, but it's, it's cheap. On. We, I've actually, I mean, I don't have a physical copy of it, but been any of those. A, Daredevil Yellow. Here's a good excuse Hulk to buy. Gray, they're all don't good. read Captain America. That one blows. Captain America White or whatever yeah. blows. But, uh, <laughs> but the other ones are good. Did he just do all the colors of the rainbow? It was a Marvel color series, yeah. Just, oh. just no, because white is not in the rainbow. I mean, that's <laughs> and true. And is gray. That's true. That's true. <laughs> These are facts. <laughs> cool. So a month from now, we're going to talk about Jeff Loeb. Woo! Mr. Marvel Television himself. It could have been worse. Wait, what? Marvel been. Television? Yeah. yeah. He's like the main showrunner guy of like all, all the, of stuff. all the Netflix shows and all that Netflix, shit right? oh. Cloak and Dagger I see his name yeah. on that Shield he's is he doing the Disney Plus stuff then? I don't, no that's I don't all being ran by Feige I think Feige said he's oh, overseeing okay. all that yeah, shit. That would make sense because it's more in with which the means the movies will MCU. actually reference it so good hmm. sorry to all those people that believed those shows were part of the MCU they never were <laughs> Because they who, who says that? because the movies never referenced them because they didn't care. The movies don't, but they reference the movies every once in a while. They're, they're like the incident in New York. I'm like, oh, it's referencing Avengers. Like, like there's like one episode of Daredevil where they're like the guy with the hammer. Oh, <laughs> they reference Thor. <laughs> but the fact that the movies like refuse to acknowledge their existence, it's like yeah, it's because they're like the little peons. Feige and Jeff Loeb don't like that. I've I've heard they they don't care for each other much. So mm. yeah, well Jeff Loeb seems to have a track record. Yeah. <laughs> he started in and we'll learn I guess about it in a month. I, he started in like TV and movies and then came to comics and now he's like back doing TV shit again. So mm. uh, I don't know a whole lot about him. So that'll be interesting. Okay, well until next time, guys. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget your name again? No, I was gonna do the card thing again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like, almost it was, I think it was last week. I forgot it almost. You did, yeah. yes. And I'm uh, <laughs> that's it. Oh. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>